to That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. The good bad guys of wrestling podcast are back talking all things of the week that was in professional wrestling. I'm Brian. Kevin is here. Joe is here. I think we are all recovered from 4th of July festivities, guys. We're in the, the heat wave of July. And uh, Money in the Bank is in the books, fellas. Um, this was a record-setting event for WWE. The largest in-arena record at the O2 Arena. Highest revenue in SmackDown history, which is an amazing number. Uh, and Money in the Bank, the highest arena revenue in WWE history. So, insane. And, uh, guys, a lot went down. Why don't yes. we start with the finish? Uh, we'll, we'll go kind of in reverse in this sense. Oh, so we're starting with the main event? Let's start with the main event, yeah. Right. yeah. Let's do that. We can start a number of places, but, I mean... I think that this is the one that kind of perks your ears when you talk about what happened here. Bloodline Civil War, Usos, Solo and Roman. The match ends with the first pinfall loss of Roman Reigns. (laughs) Joe is, is taking his victory lap. In three and a half years, as Jay Uso gets the one, two, three, and the O2 arena explodes. Let's first talk just what did you think of the match? And then the, there's a rumor that came out afterward, and I could totally see this being true. A high-ranking WWE official said he had trepidation about Roman taking this pin. So let's talk about the match, and then was <clears throat> it the right call to have Jay pin Roman, or would you have held off until eventually, someday, maybe he gets pinned in a title match? Maybe. Someday, Joe. I guess yeah. You can do the pat on the back and go oh, Barry Horowitz. This one. Oh, Barry. Um, I called it. I said it was going to be Roman taking the pin. It made the most sense. I'm glad that they stuck with that because if Solo would have taken the pin, he did the month earlier. So at uh, mid afternoon brunch of champions, so didn't need to happen. Roman taking the pin was the right call because it now gives him the he can be beat yeah. now. Easy question. Before Jey Uso, who was the last person to pin Roman? Baron Corbin? That was Baron there Corbin. There you go, Baron said, Corbin. Yeah. Yes, it was. Okay. Crazy. Um, I thought it was the right call. Now when it comes to the match, this is where the negativity comes into play. It dragged. It dragged. It was too long. Like, I even sent uh, Kevin a text message going, mm-hmm. like, this is dragging. And you agreed with me on that one, too. It didn't get good until the last, like, seven minutes. So the problem was it was 32 minutes long. It didn't need to be that long. It could have been 15. But I felt like the match really dragged, especially with, I mean, we're going backwards. We're going to know that some greatness happened beforehand, yeah. that it was it was ready to be over. And it didn't need to be 32 minutes long. I was very disappointed because I was really looking forward to that match. Even on last week's show, I said, who's going to win the fans? I feel like the fans were the ones who did not win in that match who were there. They were chanting just to like basically get it going. Kev, yeah, it sounded like you were agreeing with Joe as far as just how the match played out. It was was wild. So. And, and this is nothing against the match, the first half, because like we texted and then immediately after we texted like a minute later saying like, okay, now, now it literally flipped the switch 180. I think everything leading up to it was, was you were on a high, right? In that first half, it was like, it's not that it was nothing new that we saw. It was just, it, it just dragged. 
I, I I'll just say it like that. But I I loved loved the match. I loved the finish. I loved the point where it got to almost to the finish where the dragging of Jimmy on Jay or Jay on Jimmy and Roman pinning both because Roman wanted oh, to be yeah. of them, right? Mm-hmm. Both of them were the Usos. Didn't matter who won as long as he pinned, but he got pinned in the tag team setting, right? One-on-one, totally different. He can take the pin. It doesn't make it any less legitimate of him uh, looking looking weak. I don't think yeah. he looks weak that he took the pin. I think once somebody beats him one-on-one, totally different, right? But that match, that second half, that thing was fireworks. That thing was fireworks. Like the crowd, the whole, the crowd, the entire time, man. I mean, uh, what was it? Um, before that event, night of champions was amazing. Saudi crowd was great. The Puerto Rico crowd, Puerto Rico, Rico crowd, crowd. Puerto Rico crowd is still the best. Oh, two crowd. They, they oh, can fight know. for yeah, uh, no, we'll those two talk. can fight, but I would go with Puerto Rico crowd. That could be a 32 minute match. Puerto Rico crowd versus the O2. Uh, I would watch that. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get to Cody in a little bit, but that crowd singing Cody's song, uh, we'll get to that later. Save it for the show. dropping. But <laughs> no, I thought, no, I thought, okay. I thought, I, I like the finish. I, I, I love the spike slash spear. I was like, "There's no fucking way he's yeah, gonna get." Yeah, that was fun. No way. And then, and then he did. And then Roman, no way he's gonna get out of that, and he did. And like, I love the afternoon event, man. I did. <laughs> Yeah, I love I love it at three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh man, like it's it's wait till later in this review. Well, to yeah, talk we'll about have a that. question about oh, that man. with you but, as well. But I, I, now I, I know I, what I, all those people in Los Angeles feel like when it's in the <laughs> afternoon. Oh, it was amazing. I liked the first half. Loved the second half. Really enjoyed the the pin. I can't wait till Friday SmackDown. That's the best thing. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. Was so, about the the trial of Roman Reigns, yeah, the, nice. the bloodline. Oh, it's gonna be so good. As good as that one was on Raw, Can't uh, for for the Raw Thirty was boy. So we'll see how that goes. And yeah, it's it's leading in the SummerSlam. And yeah, guys, um, I I didn't know what you were gonna say because uh, as I'll talk about in a bit, you know, I had to duck out a little early due to a commitment. Um, so I wasn't on the text chatting with that, but I thought the same thing. I thought the first half of the match was just a little slow. And mainly it was when Roman was on offense. It was just a lot of just slow action. And for me, when I hear like bloodline civil war, I'm picturing like, you know, a brawl like uh, the Blackpool combat club and the elite have had, where it's just like chaotic. And it wasn't that. And it got that way kind of near the end where of course, uh, Solo tried to get through the table with uh, Jimmy and, and the back and forth. So it, it did. Yeah, it got great. The ending, I mean, was just amazing to see Roman get pinned and go, holy shit, Roman got pinned. So that's fantastic. But yeah, I thought the exact same that I was like, that's just not doing it for me here. Like, let's pick it up. And it, it got there eventually, but it's not going to be an all time classic, I think, in, in my mind. Well, here's um, my thought yeah. about it. Like, why? it seemed like it was dragging. Maybe Vince was right. Relatives don't transcend in the ring. Best friends, for some reason, 
beat the crap out of each other mm-hmm. and it's amazing like when you had the click in the 90s like all had great yeah. matches when you had like basically brett fighting against his uh boys all had great matches the only one like you could say brett and owen are like the rule like you know basically takes away that rule exception because of the two, rule exception yeah. of the rule but maybe he was right because when like think about it like when it was the hardy boys when they fought each other one-on-one it wasn't that great maybe it's a whole mm-hmm. like you know when you're actually like you know relatives yeah you're not going know. you're not going at full speed i don't know yeah but we also saw who knows at the beginning uh solo getting a little whooped and then roman yelling at him Bag me right and then you saw a little an- animosity from there so it was almost like was was solo holding back a little bit was he getting frustrated oh, I'm, waiting. I'm waiting for so, solo to snap mm-hmm. so in the in these are planted. so that's solo second, and Heyman together that's what it's going to be that was another thing was just the look on Paul's face when mm-hmm. the pin went down and everyone's going to erupt and he just stood there with his jaw open like he could not believe what he just saw. Like he, he had, had that, so that much. same look when Brock pinned the Undertaker. <laughs> Except then he he exploded. I, I yeah. just he was just well, doing, you oh my God, on your future Brock, life. You did it. I did. I did. This was a moment that needed to be uh enjoyed fully. I was not gonna miss that. So decisions were made and I don't regret it. Um <laughs> The marriage, too, by the way. That's all good. Yeah. Hey. It was made, I don't regret it. Hey, yeah. Speaking of regrets. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. She's not listening. No, she doesn't. Not she doesn't listening listen. at all. And by the time, no, no, okay. Later later the day of when this airs, I'll be uh, out of state. So <laughs> maybe by the time she would get around to it, I'd be yeah, on a jet plane. Because you here. know podcasts are always known for being local. Yes, <laughs> can't, yes. You can't hear them worldwide. Well, I'm just diamond. saying by the time. How you doing in Australia, out, mate? When it drops, I will be here by the okay. time later on. It, she may not be. But anyway, where was I? Um, yeah, I think it's the right call to make the pin. It, it, Roman can still be champion for a thousand and a million days. If this is setting up, you know, the likelihood, let's say, of Jey Uso versus Roman, it puts a little doubt into the fact of maybe he actually can do it because Jimmy will be there to take out uh, Solo on the other side, and and there's an angle there um, to get the W. So I do think it's the right call. I'm shocked they did it. It was an amazing moment, but I'm I'm glad they did do it, and I think the. Uh, equity has been built up in Roman's title run to, you know, keep him as strong as ever. So let's um, let's start now at the beginning of the show. Oh. Uh, Men's Money in the Bank kick right. things off. Highly entertaining match. Uh, your winner, Damian Priest, he grabs the briefcase after knocking off the ladder the huge crowd favorite, L.A. Knight. Uh, guys, we all picked L.A. Knight to win. I know. I'm so bummed about that. I've been picking Damian Priest for like three weeks. And then when it came to the picks, I'm like, I'm changing my mind. We can't go wrong with Uh, a lot of those guys. But I did say last week, I said, as much as I want Damian Priest to win. So at least Mm -hmm. like if I'm wrong, the person who I really wanted to win, they pulled the trigger on it. And I'm very happy about it. Very happy about the winner. And that's my question just because, yeah, we all thought the same. I thought the same of like, it could, I could see Logan. I could see. LA Knight, and mm-hmm. I can see Damian Priest. There's angles that make it all make sense. But mm-hmm. guys, that crowd, holy, <sighs> I mean, 
LA Knight was like hitting a DDT and people were standing up, like waiting for him to climb the ladder. It was like, you know, something we haven't seen in a long time. I don't think maybe since like the yes movement. I would agree. Um, So, so seeing that, and then Damian Priest does win it. When I, when I watched it, it was definitely like a, all right, good for Priest. He deserves it. But, ooh, boy, I don't know if this was the right call after all. What did you guys think? They, they have to have other plans. <clears throat> I hope so. Yes. They have to. That it, it's There has to be other plans for him. They can't let the jetpack off, especially since he's 40 or 41 years old. It's not like you can, yep, Austin Theory, you know, go back to developmental, join in the yeah, way, right, come right. back, and we're, we're going to put the strap on you a couple years later. No, no, no. He's too hot right now. The crowd, and I understand, <clears throat> excuse me, the crowds love him. He's 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 taking a lot of losses, right? He hasn't yes. won that much this year. But there has to be other plans. If it if it's gonna be a US or somehow intercontinental, maybe, maybe one of maybe those. Down. Uh you never know what's gonna happen. Uh, but something something is in the pipeline and, and, and I'm hoping it's the U S title. Maybe we'll see him in theory down the road. Yeah. Summerslams in what? Five weeks? Something. Yeah. We're five weeks away. And, um, you know, he, he's a SmackDown wrestler. So I, I was kind of wondering like, are are they going to pull something with him on raw on Monday just because of the momentum, but they held off. So really interested to see what happens on Friday night. Uh, Joe, again, I know you already touched on it about like I was thinking priest and then I went with L.A. Knight and the crowd, man, like did it even second guessed it for you? I don't know. I even re-listened to last week's podcast and I was like, it's because I went last. If you would have had me pick first, I would have stuck with Damian Priest. But you two convinced me (laughs) so much. You did. (laughs) And it was and Kevin was in my head. Uh, Oh, that's right. Kevin stayed out of my head for now probably. It probably changed it because I changed mine from uh, uh, EO to Bailey because I didn't want to copy. You did that a few times. Oh, you did the opposite. You did copy. Yeah, Yeah, I did copy because I was like, wow, you guys made a good point. And that the last time I'm going to listen to you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Hey, Joe, I want you to invest in this pyramid scheme. (laughs) Damien Damien Priest was the right call. It has the most potential for future storylines. Yeah. LA Knight is over no matter what. He doesn't need the briefcase. If anything, the briefcase would hold him back. Like, think about it. Like, when it came to when it comes to money in the break bank briefcase winners, the last couple have kind of been underwhelming. So who was it before Austin, Austin Theory? Theory. Mm-hmm. Before that was Big E and he got injured. Well, and but he won. He cashed in, but then he lost it like a month and a half later. He had one title defense. Yeah. It was pretty like, is that what you want? For LA Knight's first title no. win, no, you don't want that. He's he could elevate the U.S. Championship because, quite honestly, Austin Theory's not doing it. Yeah, like he beats John Cena at WrestleMania clean and like nothing. Cricket just hasn't There's, had a feud. Since he had, he so hasn't had a weird, feud, but he, had, he hasn't done anything. He didn't do anything prior to it either because Cena was never there to build up the match. Right. I think it's right. a little bit on that too. Yeah, I think with LA Knight going after that, and he could elevate the U.S. championship for the rest of the year and then make a run at the Royal Rumble. 
I could yeah. see that happening. Like I could see him winning the Royal Rumble. That would be huge. That would be like a blow the roof off. And then he goes after the championship on Raw. Yeah. So he can oh, stay away from he, Roman. He's on the correct show. SmackDown is the better show for him. He would get lost in the shuffle on Raw, being on the three hours, but on SmackDown, he that two hours, it's such a tight running show. Uh I'm not that upset about him losing. I thought he made his point on uh Saturday. The crowd's into him no matter what. He'll be fine. Yeah. But Damian Priest, that story is way better. And he earned it. Come on. Bad Bunny yes. and Backlash. And the way he's been with the Judgment Day, he's earned it. Like, kudos to Senor Money in the Bank. Let me ask you this to close out this match before we go on to another. We're right in July. Half a year left. Let's just split it down the middle. 180 days. Yeah. Do right. you think he will keep the briefcase? For more or less than half a year, less. Um, I'll say less as well. Ooh, I'm hoping more. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I'd love more. to see him cash in I, at WrestleMania. I well, that would be more. I know, <laughs> but I'd more. like to see that happen. But now, be less. Uh, that I I'm hoping more, just because I want that internal with him and Finn to go for a little bit, not to be resolved in like a week, two weeks, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Let that go. Let that go to shit. SummerSlam. Uh, I, I just want him to elevate his status holding that briefcase and go and go yeah. to megastar because he, he's not well deserved. He's not a well Roman. He, he's not he's not up to that upper upper level. Can he get there? Absolutely, absolutely. Get to the Drew type status. I would mm-hmm. say he can get to. That's probably his next step. Is to that he's not a Cody, Seth no, yet I- yet. That's going to take a lot, a lot of time and a lot of luck to get to those, to that level. Can he get there? Absolutely, and yeah. he'll get there by holding it for more than half a year. Yeah, it's it's off to a good start already with what happened on Monday's Raw mm-hmm. uh, yeah. with Seth and how Finn ended up kind of blowing things at the end. So that that's a fun dynamic, and yeah, I think you know, when I wasn't really thinking about it in the moment of going with my gut and finally saying LA Knight has to win was yes they were saying now that like he can cash in on any championship and anybody can right but i think you just logically want to say it's going to be the heavyweight championship or roman's universal championship i guess in a, a smaller sense and i didn't see that happening with la Knight for roman and it didn't make sense to l have la Knight beat who seth rollins right that's why that angle that we talked about joe of Finn wins, mm-hmm. and then we can have a cash in that night. It's like okay, there's. But the he angle did come that's... out and like plant the seed, so it's like it was yes. yes. No, no, it, they did, and just because it was, the be- um, it was the best pick. But I didn't, I you know, L.A. Knight would have to do that if Finn wins, right? Because it's like yeah, the, the crowd is gonna the crowd loves Seth Rollins, so yes. it doesn't make sense to have L.A. Knight cash in on Seth Rollins with way his popularity is going. So I'm a little, you know, I, I hope it's a good direction. We'll call them out if it's not. Um, you know, it's similar to me, how I felt when Cody lost to Roman at WrestleMania. Like, boy, I don't know. I don't know. Where do you go from here? Where do you go? And thankfully the very next night they went to Brock Lesnar and that's been a lot of fun for Cody. So, and now we had Dominic and now Brock's back in the mix. So it's been good. Um, he's not, you know, 
He's not playing on a wrestling on main event versus Sheldon Benjamin or somebody. Well, think so, about this. That was three months <laughs> ago. I'm worried about three months yeah, ago. Right, right. Cody lost, and he's and he's doing just fine. Yeah, I, like he yeah. had an interview or whatever, and he mentioned that John Cena said, "You don't need to care have the championship to be the guy to be yeah. the main eventer." And it's like you know, Cody doesn't need to have the championship. He's he's the top face of the company. Yeah. It's going to be interesting him. to see how it plays out. But yeah, congrats to Damian Priest. Uh, women's Money in the Bank. EO Sky is the winner. We had uh, Bailey knock her off the ladder. And that looked like, oh, this is this is where it gets down. Oh, and then Corey had, was so um, awesome on that. Oh, what, what was his excuse? I don't remember. Uh, he didn't know it. She didn't yeah. know it was EO. Oh, that yeah. was Wade Barrett. Though. Excuse me. It was Wade Barrett. Yeah. Wade Barrett, because it wasn't. Yeah, she we didn't know. Cold. It was Wade Barrett. Yeah, she didn't know. It was just it was instinct. You saw the letter. I yeah. loved it. it okay, good. keep going. Which, Sorry, by the way, so glad they had Wade on commentary, being that they were in England. Like, yeah, made perfect sense. He looked awesome. so proud of that moment too. Like anytime yeah. they showed him, he was just had that look of like, this is amazing. Yeah, no, it worked. It worked out really well. Um, we had uh, Becky get handcuffed by uh, Trish Stratus and Zoe, but not all the way, and then Io. Ends up completing the handcuff on Becky to Bailey in the middle of the ladder, which allowed her to climb on top and get the briefcase. And I know you guys loved, especially the finish of this match. You guys were were doing mm-hmm. the no spoiler spoilers text to yeah. me about how cool this turned out to be. The ladies brought it. Yeah, I, best I match mean, of the night. The it was the it. best match of the night. The women's money in the bank match. Like even talking with my wife too, she was just like, "Good luck beating that match because it's like all six of them did such an outstanding job. Like it yep. it blew the men's out of the water, which the men's was good, mm-hmm. but they they told the ultimate story, especially at the end. EO climbed over Bailey mm-hmm. to get to the top. It's like EO is climbing over Bailey in damage control. She's using Bailey to reach her goal. That was brilliant storytelling. Yeah. Every lady looks strong. Zelina got some offense. She Zelina looked great. Like Wild, a, yeah. Zoe looked like a beast. Trish broke her nose like what, five minutes into the match. She brought the it was like crooked. And, I know. That like, was funny. Every female looks phenomenal. And the reason why. Partially, I'm so high on this match. Women, women's money in the banks have been good, but there hasn't been many great ones. Mm-hmm. Where men's, there's been so many great ones. So when the women bring it on a show, and the guys are good, and you could say the women's match was even so much better, any one of those women could have won, and, and it wouldn't have affected my, my outcome in thinking the match was great. But EO winning... Seeing her so happy, and in the in, in the press conference, it was awesome. Somebody asked, like, "Oh, are, are there cracks?" And it was like EO and and Bailey. Oh, are there cracks in damage control? And EO's like, "No, we won. Yep. We won. We won." Uh, there's going to be some fun stuff leading in that. EO, mm-hmm. same thing with Damian, right? Backlash that match against uh, uh, Bianca sold. I think Backlash sold both of those two on being the Money in the Bank winners. I think their well, performances at Backlash. Gave he also told me when she put the damn trash can in NXT and jumped off the cake. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like that the women at War Games. Like, oh my she, god, she she has she has a great look. 
amazing wrestler. Uh, uh, she speaks decent on the mic, right? And and she just she just like gives that glance where it's like she looks like she wants to like hurt you so bad, and then it's like then she smiles, and it's like oh, it's weird. I'm more thinking she's more scary than Asuka, and Asuka is supposed to be scary. If that makes sense, because EO, I really legitimately think she'll beat your ass. And Asuka smiles too much. It's interesting. Yeah. A couple, couple of different so dynamics there yeah, uh, with, with both of them. I know um, Joe's especially happy we didn't get the Charlotte interruption run yeah. after <laughs> SmackDown because, yeah, it could have been that way. Um, but yeah, congrats to EO. There's, there's some fun things. They had a little fun thing. I don't know if any uh, of you two saw the um after show press conference but uh when eo and, and bailey they came up together to answer some questions um bailey still had the handcuff on oh yeah and so the reporter's question was just it's like eo you know how's your guys relationship you guys had some moments in there and now you're the champion or you know, or you have the briefcase and what do you think about all of this and EO's like, no, damage control won. We won. Like, we're good. And uh, together they went to, like, hold up the belt. And, like, you just see the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the handcuff, like, dangling from Bailey as, like, her arm plops down and makes this clank. Like, oh, yeah, I still have this on. So that was fun. Um, and then we had a couple surprises, guys. Uh, first time since WrestleMania, Drew McIntyre. Huge pop for Drew. He takes out Gunther. Certainly seems like we're getting Drew and Gunther headed yes. to SummerSlam. Thrilled about that. Ooh. Do you think Drew could be the one to end the Gunther reign? Oh, eventually, I, but I hope not at SummerSlam. I want this to last longer. Wow. Yeah, okay. I, I feel like I feel like Drew's going to come. This we're not doing a prediction show, but I feel like he's going right. to come we'll so close, right? But to 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 end that Gunther train. Mm-hmm. In July, I don't know. It'll be August fifth. Technically, it'll be August, but yeah, uh, that's the best but, thing. But Gunther's gonna have to move up to the next level eventually. Correct, but but this is the thing. So, say if he goes in August, that's a long way to be kind of like, okay, are you gonna go against Roman? Nope, because you're not gonna win the Rumble, so you have to Good. be going against Seth. Mm-hmm. But Seth's like going to be inside right. that Damian Finn. I'm not giving a prediction, but that match is going to be fireworks at main, uh, mm-hmm. SummerSlam. It's going to be awesome. Could he win? Absolutely. Drew could win. Will he win? We'll find out. No, we win that match. We, yes, we win, win that match. When, that, <laughs> when he, when I heard the sword and the like bagpipe plan, I jumped off of my chair like no. it was like you know Maury Povich told me I was not the father. <laughs> I was wow. so I was like wow. All this right, is, like, I was so excited that Drew was back for Gunther because selfish reasons. I went SummerSlam. I'm gonna be yeah, at SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm fun thinking see about this like match. That. I'm gonna see this match live. It's totally worth it amazing i was so happy like the match was a throwaway match it didn't even matter like we knew riddle wasn't gonna win and right. he did he's, the right he's thing coming in on one leg minutes. it was only right. seven minutes long yeah so it's like they didn't drag it out no. but i think drew's entrance and like everything was longer than the actual match but it was worth it, it. Might have been. oh so happy so happy for that mm-hmm. for that moment 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm at 50, 50 guys. Um, <gasps> I haven't felt that way in a long time. I, I think the only thing that's going to be, um, keeping me like maybe to, to finalize what I'm doing is I think they've started to do the, um, acknowledgements on the, the commentary about like, you know, only the honky tonk man has had a longer reign. So, you know, how close is he? I'd have to look it up again. So maybe they want to wait until he breaks the record to then finally lose it. Uh, you know, so that, that plays in the back of my head a little bit, but, um, it was great. It was great to see him. And that's going to be a hell of a match because, we are saw a little bit of that at WrestleMania with the triple threat with Sheamus. Yeah. Uh, you know it's going to be a hard-hitting, uh, ass-kicking match. For sure. Uh, finally, uh, John Cena, completely, again, unexpected. No spoilers, nothing. It was amazing to have him come on out. Uh, he's interrupted by Grayson Waller, who ends up taking the AA for his troubles. And Cena's message was basically, let's bring WrestleMania to London, which, of course, the crowd loved. Uh, guys, and we already teased it a little. We had one day money in the bank in London, start at 3 p.m. Eastern time for us. How do you feel if we're getting two <laughs> days, we get a whole weekend, 3 p.m. mania in London, which, you know, I guess we, we got Philly next year. And then I think it's on the off the table and nothing's set for mania 41. <laughs> so it could be, you know, just a year and a half from now. Before we get into that. Joe, how long was the Civil War match? 32 minutes? 32 minutes. A little over it dragged, minutes then long. it got amazing. Cena felt like he was out there for four hours. Okay, it, I for got me. you. I mean, Cena, at the beginning. Cena was the opposite, I agree. Go first ahead, two ahead. minutes, amazing. Three right. minutes, amazing. Four or five minutes. But then it literally went on and on and on and on. And Grayson Waller came out. I'm like, okay, thankfully for something. And then and then it like that one dragged on. It was just that it. I, I got what he was doing, but fuck, like <laughs> it was, way, it was way too long. But if they came to uh, get back on the question, they came to to Mania two days at that time. I'll take it. Okay, I'll take it. Shit, they can do an eight hour Mania one day for all I care. If it starts at three p.m. in the afternoon, <laughs> especially on a Saturday. Well, for, that, for England, it would go till four in the morning. I think. Oh I shit, those clubs are going to go crazy. <laughs> That's true. That uh, true. If it's actually going to happen a uh, year after Philly. Maybe I love in the it. next 10 years. Probably. Yeah. Joe, I would Joe love it. I would absolutely PM. love it for the simple fact of, uh, I want a 3 PM mania start. I mean, when was the last time mania started on the East coast, uh, before that time, like WrestleMania nine at Caesars palace. Right. And they would like have five like o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good call. I don't know. And that was a terrible WrestleMania, but whatever. Um, Kevin sent a text message to me that went, this is dragging. I feel like it, like it was opposite bloodline match. Yeah, it started strong, but then went on forever. While the bloodline yeah. match started weak and then finally picked up. Mm-hmm. Grayson Waller coming out made it seem like it even lasted longer. I don't, I don't think Grayson Waller brought anything to the table. He was, he was not, he was misused at that. Oh moment. wow, okay. I think he was misused uh, there, and. It didn't do him any favors. It didn't do John Cena any favors. I think he could have just said, let's bring Mania to the O2 and then been done with it. All right. Interesting. Yeah, no, I thought I thought Waller did a fine job. He's He's been great on the mic since he's been on the main roster. Um, yeah, I don't know about the, the whole weekend, guys. I don't know, man. Today, I mean, listen, the crowd deserves it. And... 
AEW's got what? All in, right? Coming up yeah. in Wembley. Um, so you gotta figure it's gonna be a similar atmosphere, just on a bigger scale. Cause I think I read they've sold 70,000 tickets. So you know they would do that for WrestleMania. So I would love to see it, but I'm also a little like, God damn, am I going to have to do a DVR? Not DVR, but just have to watch on the network one time, you know, on Saturday night or on Sunday night. So it wouldn't be nice to be in the afternoon. That's what I'm saying with me and my schedule and my life. I don't know if I can pull off a, yeah, I'm on the couch, on the, on the couch at three o'clock until, you know, seven 30, let's say. On a fr- on a Saturday and a Sunday. One day, yes, I, I could go. It's WrestleMania. Two days? I don't know. You know, it might take some creative negotiations of, you know, I got to do X amount of this chore or whatever. <laughs> you drive the girls to this practice. I don't know. I, I'm not looking forward to having to make that proposition if it comes down to it. I think it's easy. Just put up the recording in progress sign. Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania in progress. <laughs> Thanks, Harper. Hey, thanks, Harper. You saved me. You saved me. Well, you know, I, I talk about this. And you because... can have date night right afterwards. I mean, come on. You can have uh, your mania. True. Okay, there's an angle afterwards. There. Like, do that. Be like, I can have my mania. And eat your cake, too. And then you can go out to, like, dinner afterwards. Like, whatever. Okay. Like, All right. There's a good on. angle I hadn't thought like, of. Like you that. can't do that for WrestleMania weekend when it's in the States because it's like it starts at 8, ends after midnight. Right. Then you go to work on Monday and you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's like, you know, Sunday, it ends at like, you know, eight o'clock or whatever. You're like, okay, I can, I can actually watch a movie and then go to bed or I can yeah. do whatever. Decompress at the very yeah. least. Yeah. You can All really right. enjoy the post mania conference and like socials and everything like that. While yes. now, now it's like on the East coast, it turns into you're done. It's midnight. As much as I want to like go and see what the world is saying about it, mm-hmm. I'm going to bed. I got to work in the morning. You don't have to do that in England. Have it overseas no, all the don't. time. You don't. Okay. <laughs> have it overseas all, right. all the time. Love it. <laughs> I'm in There's my no 40s. more America mania anymore. Where are you at? We're NXT to, UK. We're, we're going to Barcelona. We're going to Paris. Australia. Everywhere. You know, if it's in Australia, you'll be on at 10 a.m. Right. right. Waller will be yeah, pushing Australia. So yeah, it is the world wrestling entertainment so Bingo. if they want to live up to the I mean, world just imagine part of it. if the super bowl went overseas i mean like think about that this is something that like you know if you're world wrestling entertainment you have to have your biggest event everywhere at the the hartford civic center right i agree wait okay no yes. that's not what you were saying that. yeah home of the whalers um <laughs> r.i.p yeah uh yeah okay i, I appreciate the the sell on that i'm up keep that the back of my mind for possibly a future date. It sounds like um, as for money in the bank, as we talked about, I uh, was only able to watch some of it live. And then uh, we were headed to the Royal Oak taco fest, where I at least was excited that there was going to be Lucha Libre wrestling. Um, so guys uh, I got out there on Saturday and do you guys remember uh, psychosis? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do you remember? Uh, I think his name was Super Callow. It sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, neither of them were there. Oh, was El Dandy there? <laughs> Who? El Dandy. El Dandy wasn't there. What about no, Super no. Crazy? Was he there? 
Super crazy was, was neither super well, nor How about crazy, somewhat crazy? Nor that it's moderately how about no crazy. crazy. No moss crazy. <laughs> um, guys, what actually happened on Saturday? Uh, we got rained out. Oh, it rained, and we um were about to leave, and it was raining, and the forecast had chance of rain. So we did not even go. What? Um, yes. Good because of the Money chance the of rain. And you still didn't watch Money in the Bank? So the, the plan B was the friend that said, let's go to Taco Fest. said, hey, just come on over. Come on over. We'll have drinks and cook up like, you know, mini frozen tacos or whatever. So that's what we did. Um, and by the time we left, it was like, I think, 8.15. And, and, I, and, and it really didn't rain after that. So I was like, like since we were at the house, I was like, Jesus. Um, but I was like, all right, whatever, let's just go. We were just snacking. Like, let's just get some food and then we'll go home. However, the Taco Fest ran through July 4th. And so I was able to go back and finally go on Monday. And um, my my wife had to work. So I took Angela. Or I'm sorry, I took Angela. That's my wife. Angela's uh, your wife. Yes. So I left her at home while she worked. I took Harper and Fiona. And I, I think it actually was a lot better because it was Monday at like, oh gosh, like 145 or something. You know, a lot of people took Monday off of work, but a lot of people didn't. It's the middle of the day, you know, so it just wasn't busy at all. And after, you know, doing the kids activities and whatever, we found the wrestling ring and saw a little Lucha Libre. Um, there was actually a guy I've seen from some viral video video named like soul taker and I'll see if I can find it. And uh, he was cutting a promo and he was hyping up their, their matches later in the night. And then we had the main event and it was some champion versus some other jabron. Um, the, the, the champion um, was uh, axiom from NXT's like a uh, cousin. Uh, <laughs> he had the same sort of look. And um <laughs> I, I'll try to put together a little video. I, I, you know, Harper was asking me a million questions about like, how does he beat him? He has to count to three. That doesn't make sense. You know, like those things I asked Fiona if she wants to be a wrestler and she said, no, you know, so <laughs> there, there's some good moments. So I caught some wrestling. It just wasn't my initial plan uh, Saturday night rest um, as it turned out to be. So want to make sure I, I shared that with you guys. For those of you who were not watching on YouTube and just listening on the podcast channel, Kevin and I were giving thumbs down basically the whole yeah. time. Kevin, uh, the whole time Brian was talking how he didn't watch Money in the Bank and it got rained out. You could have watched it. I couldn't. We the plan the plan B was made. It was hey, it looks like rain, so we're gonna go over to the house now. I was like, oh, okay, got it, got it. Um, I understand. I yeah, but it doesn't make me less disappointed. Uh, fair enough. But, fair enough. I don't. I'm not looking for the approval, but want to make sure we're we're all we 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 speak honestly on this program. So I had to give you guys. I mean, it wouldn't story. be the first time someone was disappointed in uh, this show this week. Yes. Yes. Speaking of which, <laughs> if you follow the show on Twitter, nice job, Joe. At that Russell Pod, you'll see in the morning of Fourth of July. We wished everyone a happy Fourth of July. We put out a, uh, what I thought was a fun Twitter poll. Who is your favorite patriotic wrestler? And the choices that I, I came up with were Hulk Hogan, 
Kurt Angle, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and Cody Rhodes. And here's what happens. The poll goes up. I checked it a couple hours later. It had no votes, which, which is fine. I'm like, okay, hey, whatever. People are, it's 4th of July. Well, who cares? Then I check again later, and I see we have like 500 votes, and we have a ton of retweets and comments because the one and only Sergeant Slaughter saw the poll, and he commented, none of the above, and tagged himself. <laughs> so... So that blows up. We ended up with nearly 1,600 votes of this patriotic poll. And I'll tell you guys, when I was thinking of this poll, I did initially have Sergeant Slaughter as my fourth. But then I thought some more. And I thought, you know, I wonder how Cody would do in this poll. No, I didn't think he'd win. But he is the American nightmare. He's got red, white, and blue robes and tights and outfits he's got a fucking red white and blue tattoo on his neck i thought hey he's insanely popular right now he's the only active wrestler of the four let's throw him in there and see how he does well somehow sergeant slaughter finds the poll you know there was no tags of (laughs) wwe or anything i didn't say hey sergeant slaughter what do you think of this he just found it somehow he was just searching for patriotic wrestling content on twitter So we ended up issuing an apology saying that we clearly made a mistake because my God, Sergeant Slaughter puts it out there and every schmo on the internet was just like, yeah, how could you not have Sergeant (laughs) Slaughter on there? What the hell's wrong with you guys? Cody Rhodes, dude. And uh, I just said, you know, yeah, I wish we could have had more than four choices. Hey Elon, can we can we get? Yeah, I like that more? you I, I like that you called out the owner of Twitter. I did. Like, yeah, it's his fault. It's his fault. If no, anyone can fix Twitter to give me more <laughs> than four choices, it's fix Elon. It, break it, whatever you want to call that's, it. That's that's the way to have to happen. So um, so Sergeant Slaughter, when I, I say yeah, we apologize, we regret the error, Sergeant Slaughter, we love you. Um, Sergeant Slaughter says like that's that's fine. Um, now drop and give me twenty. Which I did film. This is 4th of <laughs> July afternoon. I'm six beers into my day already. Uh, and I did that and I posted that. Um, so if you want to see me do 20 push-ups, that's on there You should have well. filmed it with you facing the camera, not your feet. Like I said, I was six beers I, in. I understand. You even my said mother, that too. It's my like, mother-in-law. An... Yeah. My mother-in-law sent a text me. message saying, I need another beer before I do this. Yeah. And I'm like. Okay, and I saw it. I'm like, oh man, he's doing his feet. Oh well, yeah. Uh, point, yeah. point remains, but yes, that in retrospect, you did it though. A, you did the right thing. I did. I did. Um, he is now following our page, guys. So hopefully, we're cool. Um, and I think uh, Kevin. I think Sarge is at WrestleCon. Uh, no, in, in Detroit. So we may have to go, and I may have yes, to. You have to say, hey, you have to... Th- that was me. Don't Apologize put the Cobra clutch person. on me. Right. We might have to do that. I'll, I'll confirm. I'm pretty sure I saw him on the list. Guys, what did you make of all this? Can, well, can you see to... my logic and pick it, putting Cody yeah. on the plate? 100%, no. 100% I see the logic. No, Thank I you, I do. I do. I do. That's all the time we have, it. Joe. That's all the it's time more, we have. It's Moving more on. Of old school, old school, old school. Or I'll say old school, old school. A little bit newer, right, with the angle. Yeah. And, then, and then with Cody. 
for for the for the kind of like the current generation in there. And you maybe didn't put Slaughter because he turned his back on the U.S. and and oh the Iraqi sympathizer, but he did mention that was Vince's idea on the uh, Twitter thread. But I I don't mind the ranking. I honestly, if if you would have put him in there, I don't think he would have won. I don't think he would have won either. But he he deserves it anyway. I I think he should have been in the top four. He would have been higher than Cody. I he think. should have been above Cody. Like, yes. He, tell the truth, Dusty should have been above Cody. He was the American dream. I thought about that. Yeah. I mean, but again, Cody, I was thinking Cody's, Kevin Cody's nice to say, but it's right. like Dusty represents the American dream. He's a the son of the plumber. American, he's a hard yeah. working. He's the American, like, you know, he's just yeah. a common man, whatever. But Sergeant Slaughter should have been in the top four. Uh, I mean, yeah. you can say, Kevin, you mentioned, like, you know, the Sarge being the Iraqi sympathizer, Hacksaw Jim Duggan joined Team Canada in WCW. I yeah, mean, yeah. so I think it was the right choice having Hogan on there. Uh, Kurt Angle, come on! He, yeah. Did you know? Here's here's a fun fact. He won two gold medals with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> I don't think anyone knows that one. That's a breaking fun news. Fact of the day. Did he really? Yeah, yeah he did. I'm just and uh, yeah. you know, hacksaw. I mean, oh, but Sarge should have been number four. I mean, he was on GI Joe. I know, I know. I yeah, real I, American I hero. I overthought. I literally had Sarge as my four, but everything then, works out for a reason, though. Uh, it did. It really yeah. did. So you know uh, what? When it comes, when no it comes to here's the thing. Like Brian, it worked out. Uh, Sarge is following the show right now, and we respect you. We love you. We did the 20 push-ups for you. Um, I thought it was great for the simple fact, because whenever any like anyone does a poll or anyone does like a top 10 list or whatever, a lot of times people are doing it just to be trolls, right? right. Yeah, thank you very much, Sarge. People are doing it just to be trolls. <laughs> what you weren't bros? doing it. Here's the thing. You weren't doing it to be a troll. You were doing it for the sake of like, you know, trying to get a pull up there, having some fun. It was your birthday. And the Sarge like called you out on your own birthday. So like, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was great. And I would have put Sarge on there. But you know what? If you did, it wouldn't have got the traction that it did. Probably not. Yeah. So it worked yeah. out. Yeah. Um. And it was fun to watch some of the replies um, because, of course, first off, a lot of people were like, yeah, Sergeant Slaughter. But some people had like Lex Luger, Lex Express, um, the Patriot. Like, how could you how could you have a list of not the the top four Patriots without putting the Patriot on there? Because he was Um, only in the Fed for like four months. Right, right. Um, One or two people had Dusty Rhodes on there. Somebody, somebody had Iron Sheik on there. So that, so that wow. was a good one. So, you know, it, it runs the gamut on Twitter. So, yeah, maybe maybe we'll have a little to be continued with uh, Sarge at WrestleCon in about a month. Uh, Maggot. Yeah, that might be, be in the cards. Wait, for me. Why did so we have Lacey Evans on there? Yeah, so I know. Shocking. Just didn't make the cut, Joe. So realistically, we should have you should have put Hogan, Hacksaw, Kurt, and other. Other name, name your put, fourth. put yeah. naming comment or whatever. Yeah, that could have been fine too. I think it's yeah. tough though, because like, if you think about it, when it comes down to that third spot, Hacksaw versus Sarge, Sarge oh, at least was a 100%. WWF champion. Hacksaw wasn't. Yeah. But Hacksaw, you least chant USA when he needs a little bit of oomph mm. to get him going, man. But 
Sarge's uh, entrance music was like the military drums and everything. I mean, like, come on. And like Sarge was a mail-in figure for G.I. Joe, which I did. That was like the coolest thing. But um, I mean, heck, Sergeant Slaughter is he should have. I don't know. He's big. He's big. He's big. He's big. He's bigger than we gave him credit for. Yes. I think the final results Mm. were were Hulk, 37 percent. Kurt and um, Hacks are basically tied. Like I have 20. it right in front of me. Okay, go ahead. Oh, you do? Nice. Nope, you're right. You, you 20, okay. eight, 37 Hogan, Kurt yeah. Angle, Hacksaw, 28 each, Cody, seven. Cody, seven. So, yeah, Cody cle- seven. Clearly a, a four, fourth choice on those of four. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right, fun times there. Um, quickly on Monday Night Raw, touch on a couple things that maybe we didn't uh, at least discuss as part of like money in the bank. Um, we had the out of nowhere Shayna Baszler attack on Ronda Rousey in the middle of their match. Uh, Money in the Bank. That was all up. Okay. Where did that come from? It came and from I- because uh, Shayna got tagged in by Ronda when Ronda, when Shayna was still wrestling. That was a straw that broke the camel's back. That was Ronda that, huh? tagged herself in. And Shayna just gave a look like what it's it didn't take I didn't it. catch that. Okay. I didn't catch that until the Monday night replay. Uh-huh. And I went. Oh, this makes sense now. That's what finally broke Shayna. Was yeah, Rhonda was tagged herself in to finish the match when Shayna was doing all the work? Interesting. But yeah, I think Shayna's a face on this one. Oh, 100%. Well, did you see that promo? Because yes. that was fantastic talking about how she paid her dues and she loves this, and you make me not want to love this, and you just walked into WrestleMania. I couldn't believe it. And yeah, the crowd was fully behind Shayna Baszler. Like, yeah. Usually the right. one who attacks isn't the face, but this right. time, yes. <laughs> right. Did you guys love this as much as I did? I was I was floored. And what, you know, admittedly, Joe, I think from Money in the Bank, where we could have said, dud. Like, we got something here, even though it's not where any of us thought it was going. But it wasn't wow. a dud. It was just, it was a, eh. But it was right. more of the angle, not the match. But. Shayna did the right thing. And if Rhonda's leaving again, this is the Shayna we've been wanting since 2020. Shayna's pretty much been on a downward spiral since she bit Becky before the pandemic yes. started. Yeah. So this could finally <laughs> get right her there. to where she being the Queen of Spades. We need it. Yes. She needs it. The women's division needs it, especially on Raw. Well, it's nice because give her the win over Rhonda. Clean, right? EO has the briefcase for Raw. It brings that, you know, adrenaline to the arm type situation. Oh, fuck. I'm a drug. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But look at the women's women's division on Raw. Rhea Ripley's not really facing anyone. Yeah, she needs to. I've been thinking about that. And then... Her and Natty pulled off a fantastic match. And yeah, how I I that I give kudos to Natty because that was I, the first time I enjoyed seeing Natty in a match, and I would say ever. Thank you. I uh, said the same thing. It was like, whoa! Like she who, came out whooping right away. Who looked? I found myself rooting like when it was later in the match. I was like, if she puts the sharpshooter on, she might win. I was I could I was invested, and I couldn't believe. In July of 2023 of the this great world of ours, I was invested in a Natalia match. 
And somehow they did that to me on Raw. And I'm glad at least Kevin and you're saying, so Joe, back us up or not. Oh, I'm backing like, you up. Were we, were we crazy? I couldn't believe what I was saying. I didn't think she, I didn't think she was going to win, but I was so glad that it. they gave it time. Yeah. She deserved it. And uh, did you not see that she got six more Guinness World Records over the Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's unhandy. Bother reading what they were. Oh, they were uh, most match women's matches in the W in wrestling. Uh, most wins. Most premium live events. And I forgot what the other ones, but those are the three big ones. It's like, and okay. she's like 200 wins above like Charlotte Becky and everyone. And wow, I thought yeah. about it and I went like this. It's because Natty's always there. She doesn't take months off. Yeah, she, she Natty take, is the workhorse you know, she's of the women's division. Completely. So she she's did, never she, left. She deserves the praise that we're giving her right now. I know that like, you know, Kevin, not a fan of her. She's like your Charlotte to me, but she's, she's the workhorse of the women's division. She doesn't take the time off. She get she whatever they give her, she tries to make the best of it. I mean, she survived a farting gimmick. Let's yeah. just go with yeah, that. I remember that. I'll, I'll give you I, you hit you hit it when she said when you said she tries to make the best of it. She's yes. been given every tag partner on the face of the earth. Then and she tries. Yes. Most of them fail. Most of them are boring. But Natty, she's what she Dana Brooke is that, trying to be, but doesn't have the talent to be. That's that's very good. And she's she's somebody that like doesn't always have the direction. Like one week it seems like she's a heel, and the next week she might be a face. Like there, there's not a whole lot of you know definitive switching and reasons why. It's just like like you said, tag team partners galore. Yeah. Um she I think she had uh yeah, I think she faced Ronda Rousey. At Money in the Bank last year, when yes. Liv Morgan cashed in, so and like that's she, when Ronda hurt her ankle was from the extended sharpshooter. So she right. has the legitimacy to cause damage too. Like right. I give her props. Never thought but, of it before Monday, but I'm like, she she deserves it. So yeah, for for that Ronda feud, I think she was the bad guy from what I remember, and she's probably been back and forth a million times over by now. That it's just like <laughs> like the Big Show, completely. So. To, to see to see a standout anything at this point after all she's done i i couldn't believe it so that was really cool and it does look like we are going to get um logan paul and ricochet guys that spot in money in the bank of the uh off the ropes and oh, we're losing our balance and we still do the spanish fly through the tables whoa that was that was one of those uh, woo, like that could have been so much worse um but they pulled it off, and yeah, Logan. Uh, I'm sorry, Ricochet invited Logan to Raw next week. Um, it looks like they shot a backstage angle where they were brawling. So again, looking like the road to SummerSlam for those two. We've talked a little bit about this. You guys feel the same after kind of what's transpired? If Ricochet can bring it on the mic, I, I, it, it, I think. I'm telling you, man. I think. He Logan's going to bring out some, some good zingers. Yeah. If Ricochet can bring it on the mic, Ricochet will go like this to that. Cause Ricochet's mid, right. Amazing in the ring overall talent. He's like mid card. He can propel 
up to being kind of where like Damian Priest is now, right? With with a good program with Logan. Uh, how they balanced for a little bit and was able to pull that off and still hit the tables, that's just because both of them are athletic freaks. Yes. Athletic freaks. Uh, when he's frog splashed onto Damian and that bounced mm-hmm. off his rib cage mm-hmm. and the crowd's still Ooh, on, the, on the ladder. Ouch, you still that. suck. Acknowledging he did a great move, but you still suck. But him, him and Ricochet, that I would love to see it just be like a ladder match or something crazy. Because let's say, hey, let's, go after? let's roll, let's roll it back. Let's do a ladder match. Me versus you. Uh, mm, even even if it's just go. no championship, I don't even know what the hell they would. Uh, then what would they go after? Ever. Prime? On Not, I don't even. I don't even know. But <laughs> something something would be insane. But. I, I I'm excited for it. I'm more excited for it now since they brawled it and it's okay. actually happening, but I really hope Ricochet can bring it on the mic. That's my biggest, that's my biggest fear. Match will be ten, uh, match will be amazing. Absolutely amazing. I would just like to yeah, I'm going to pat my back again, Barry Horowitz. I'm going to call myself Joe Stradamus on this one. I've been saying for weeks, Ricochet, Logan, Paul. And I said it's like it was set up from Royal Rumble. This is long-term tori- storytelling at its finest. They did it at Money in the Bank. They set up something for there too. And it's like it doesn't have to be for anything. They're two athletic freaks who are just going to who's going to win this match? The fans. And luckily, we're going to be at that one too. The way it's setting up, yeah. it's like this SummerSlam is like going to knock in last year's out of the park. The way they're setting it up so far. And what type of match I would want want to see here? It's a lame setup. It's a lame storyline. But if it means uh, no disqualifications, call it a Motor City Street Fight. Yeah, and they can do whatever they want. So they can be out on the on the second level balcony, and then yeah, they can they can be anywhere they want. Call it a Motor City Street Fight. They can show their athletic prowess throughout the whole thing. The point is, this is a match where both both competitors elevate afterwards, but Logan Paul has to win. He hasn't won in forever. Mm. Ricochet just getting the rub from being in a match with Logan Paul because he is as big as he is, yeah, is going to elevate as well. This is this is brilliant. Brilliant on both ends. And I called it. And Kevin was like, why? Because they had that one spot. Kevin, you were you were well, they had a spot six match. months ago. That's not storytelling. That's one move at a run. Oh, but it was setting up for SummerSlam. No, you're only saying it's setting up because that match is actually because it's happening. Because it's happening. That's it. I'm saying it because it's actually happening. I said it back then, and it's like it's happening now. Well, they knew. It after they Rumble. knew what they knew what they, they had. Then they knew what they had in January. Yeah. They knew what they had in January, but they already had WrestleMania set for Logan Paul with Seth Rollins. They had to get past that, mm-hmm. but they knew they had something special. Oh, the fuck, then Drew Carey should have been a fucking SummerSlam 15. <laughs> what, against Kane? Yeah, he wasn't? Money? <laughs> Let's go back. Let's take a look yeah, at Drew and see. Carey is a hall of, Drew Carey is a Hall That's of Famer. That's true. He is. That's true. Demolition is not. Oh, terrible. Well, What did yeah, you it, think, Brian? Well, I, again, going back to just that spot, that was just like a, no, don't die. Okay. Oh, phew. Mm-hmm. Like, that was not quite as uh, how it should have gone, but you, yeah. You made it work, thankfully. Um, you know, honestly, guys, uh, uh, maybe I'll know more after what we see LA Knight does on SmackDown because 
they had some fun interactions like on the SmackDown before Money in the Bank and during the Money in the Bank match that I'm like, that's fun. We 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 can still play off of the LA Knight nickname of like the the mega star and the Logan Paul's the celebrity and you do that. So I think okay side again, side debate here. If it's if it was going to be Logan Paul versus LA Knight, mm-hmm. how does that benefit both guys? Because Logan Paul, we I just said I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I think you should. Logan Paul needs to win at SummerSlam. I know what you're saying, yeah, because he's lost a couple in a row. Right. I mean, they've been big yeah. matches, but he has lost a couple big matches in a row where he needs to beat someone. Mm-hmm. If Logan Paul faced LA Knight and Logan Paul beat LA Knight, doesn't that do more damage to LA Knight? While if yes. Logan Paul beats Ricochet, Ricochet yes. even being in that match still goes up. Ri- yeah, I think Ricochet, Ricochet Logan Paul. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, Rick- Ricochet is Teflon proof because of his just in-ring ability and what he can do that hardly anybody else on the roster, maybe maybe an Ali or Escobar can can do. So he's no, just he's so the unique. one and only. We want his. <laughs> if only they put that in his entrance theme song. One um, and, and only. So yes, if you look at the picture of just Logan should win at SummerSlam, I would have uh, Ricochet be that guy. Like I said though, but if we get to SmackDown. And it looks like they're setting up L.A. Knight versus R-Truth or some bullshit that, all respect to R-Truth, love him. But if it's not a a program that's a high-profile thing, like an Austin Theory like we talked about, I may think differently still of like, wait a minute, guys, what are we doing with L.A. Knight here when he could have been doing this with Logan Paul? So maybe I'll know more next week for sure. But I, I do agree with you on your point about Logan should win, Jeff. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, love that SummerSlam's card is starting to shape up and uh, we'll be watching it very closely as we get toward August 5th. The one thing, too, that we can look forward to on SmackDown is the return of Edge. Uh, He is back uh, Friday night there at Madison Square Garden. So that should be a great crowd, as it usually is. Um, Grayson Waller, guys, you know, he Edge has said the clock is ticking. You know, yep. he knows he doesn't have much time left. Th- th- we might be on his final feud. You never know. This might be it. Who would you like to see him feud with next? Um, I'll go first if you guys don't mind. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with an, a kind of an out-of-the-box one. Um, but I like the dynamic of it. Bobby Lashley. Oh. He hasn't been on SmackDown. You know, he got drafted. They've been doing some promos saying, like, he's coming. So I kind of like the angle of, like, Edge, you know, setting up his, like, last run and Lashley wanting to make a an impact on SmackDown. Like, I'm here, and I'm putting you out for good, and we get badass Lashley uh, and Edge. And it's a, it's an interesting, you know, a kind of a weird matchup. Like, Edge and AJ Styles seems, like, stylistically makes sense. Edge and Seth Rollins made sense. It's a little different. Uh, I'm not sure how the matches would be, but I think that'd be a feud that I would, I'd go, hmm, let's see how this plays out. Oh, that's not bad. I like it. Thanks. I didn't think about it. I like it. Uh, I was thinking uh, Karrion Cross and AJ have been having their little, you know, matchup and they're, they're going to fight on, on Friday. I would like to see actually an Edge versus Karrion Cross. Carrying cross kind of yeah, like I can see that supernaturally uh, yeah. and, and edge can bring out, you know, 
rude edge, or you can bring out other style edges. Uh, I'd like that kind of, kind of propel carrying a little bit, you know, nothing against AJ, that little thing seems like it's been going on for, for a long time. And it, and it really mm-hmm. hasn't. Uh, so I would, I would say carrying cross. All right. Love that. If edge ends up being a face, then yes, that would make sense. Carrying cross. I was thinking that too. But if Edge is really winding it down, what side has he always been best as? Oh, heel, hundred percent. Rated on. I'll say ninety nine percent because there's been yeah some good good face stuff. Good but. face stuff, but mostly the heel. If he's gonna go out, and you know he's going out, go against someone where it doesn't really matter. It's just gonna be great storyline, great matches. Ray Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. Very nice. Like because it will. And and it will, when you think long term, someone like Edge giving the rub to LWO. Yes. Yeah. Let them let them grow. I mean, this version of the LWO has already lasted longer than WCW's version of the <laughs> LWO. So we might as well like make it a real uh, real commodity here. So yeah, you know what? I couldn't think of anything because Edge being back is just really all we really. We weren't expecting it anyway. So right. everything's been gravy for right. last and and Ray Mysterio years, still wrestling yeah. right now. Yeah. You know what? Let's just let's just end it off with those two. Okay. Yeah. I can I can see that. So I see that too. Big we'll time. We'll see. We'll see what comes of it on Friday. Uh Lashley for me, Karrion Cross for Kev, and Ray Mysterio for Joe. So we'll wrap up this week's show with uh, uh we haven't done one of these in a long time, a TWP draft and edge. Uh, in the last week or so, I've uh, been celebrating 25 years of Edge as uh, his debut match uh, yeah. on a Monday Night Raw against uh, it was a Jose Estrada of the uh, Los Barriquas, I think they showed. <laughs> and they, they had a great video, you can probably find it on the WWE YouTube channel, of him re-watching moments, just like Foley and Taker from Hell in a Cell, uh, mm-hmm. talking about how he felt about this and that. Um, so look for that. That's worth your watch. So... We're each going to draft three favorite moments. It's just like any other draft. You can't have a moment drafted more than once. And uh, guys, I, I I put the draft order so that we'll each have a first pick, a second pick, a third pick. Um, so I'll just call your name and you can go with your pick. And Joe, I will acknowledge you. You did say Roman Reigns is taking the pin of Money in the Bank. So I think you get the very first pick of the entire draft for your favorite edge moments. Favorite Edge moment uh, started a revolution. It started at New Year's Revolution. The first cash in against yeah. John Cena mm-hmm. after it. Like, come on. I don't even have to say anything else. That is the number one Edge moment. Do you know where you I, were? I already won. Do you know where you were? <laughs> I already won. Stop. I already won. There's where three was rounds I? to this draft. Uh, I was at home uh, watching on an illegal feed and uh, just <laughs> like, Oh, Cena won again oh, against Carlito. Who cares? But then Vince comes out. I'm like, wait a minute. Because Edge had a match earlier that night against Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's okay. like, wait. And okay. it was like the second match. So it was like, throw away. You forgot about him. You forgot about him. Edge. And it's yeah. like, when he did it, and it's like, it makes perfect sense. Love it. So, yeah, I was at he, NCG. He, he started it. Where are you? You were at NCG. NCG. For five bucks. Saw Cena last through all the competitors in the elimination chamber. And then mm. Vince comes out and he says, Edge is cashing in. That's that 
we have one more match. The night's not over yet. I remember I was like, is cashing in his money in the bank. (laughs) Vince gave that look like you better be right about this. Yep. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a fun look back of like, so the very first one they had to like announce it to like, let people know, like things are still going on. Whereas now everybody just expects like you're expecting somebody's going to get beat up and then somebody's going to run in and get the one, two, three. Yeah. That's the number Um, one pick. I already won. Yeah. (laughs) Kevin, I'm giving you the second pick, my friend. Perfect. Mine, uh, my first pick uh, would have been Joe's first pick. Just saying. Uh, mine is 280 days earlier. His uh, his uh, WrestleMania 21 winning the Money in the Bank uh, ladder match. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it absolutely amazing. You know, Jericho proposed it. Happened is his kind of brainchild and. Uh, I did write on there the competitors in that match. If you guys uh, forgot edge, yeah. of course, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, Shelton, the money in the bank. Uh, I would say uh, MVP Mount of money in the banks, right? Yeah. Uh, Kane and Christian. Okay. That's a, that's a hell of a lineup there. All right. So I get the number three pick and it's actually was number one on my board. Nice. Um, it's the rumble 2020 return. Yes. Um, and he'd been gone for so long, retired for so long, neck injury. I can't do this. I can't do that. And when he came out, and I've, I know I've said this on this pod a couple of times, I feel like I jumped up and down and went crazy so much that I legitimately partially tore the MCL in my left leg. I, I walked with a limp the next day. <laughs> Because of fucking Edge coming out the Royal Rumble. I'm not in the Royal Rumble. I watched it at home. And the next day I was limping because I was jumping up and down like a fucking kid on Christmas Day. So that's my number one. It's everything else, no matter what he's done since, has been good, bad, or indifferent. That moment of him coming out and you saw mm-hmm. it in his face when he got to that that close-up, he was he was scared. He was crying practically. He was excited. It was just like every moment imaginable. I absolutely love that. I love that entire Royal Rumble too. That's probably my second favorite Rumble of all time. I felt the feels too. Just yeah, it was wild. Okay to admit. What number did he come in at? Uh, twenty-one. Yes, I think. Yeah, yes, I've seen 21. it enough. I under, I've seen it enough, guys. All right, so I'll, I'll go again then for the the first pick in the second draft. Um, I will go with. The spear on Jeff Hardy at WrestleMania 17. Um, those guys cool. had already had a TLC match, but that's one of those moments that we all know because, and you look at any sort of WrestleMania greatest moments or WWE's greatest hits, that moment of him jumping off the ladder, spearing Hardy and just putting him down, the crowd knows it instantly. They stand up. It's it's a moment that we'll always remember. It just, just defines how, how crazy that time was. So... Uh, that is my first pick of round two. Joe, you are up. He is not. I am because it's round table, right? No, it or doesn't matter. Minecraft? You're, you're going to get the first pick of uh, the of the third round. Everybody's going like one, two, three. So since you went second in round one, you'll go oh, third in round two. Yeah, it's all. It's all, right. all the same. Kevin, I'm sorry if I'm I'm sorry if I'm going to be stealing your pick right now because you're getting ready to go. But my second pick will be. Edge spearing Foley into the flaming ah, table at WrestleMania 22. Yeah. Uh, if if New Year's Revolution established him as a champion, 
the spear into the mirror, the table at WrestleMania, that's his WrestleMania moment that established him as a main event player for the rest of his career. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I loved on the edge of Christian match. show that totally reeked of awesomeness that used to be on the network when they had Foley on talking about that. And Foley's like, I go across the street to a payphone to call my wife. And her response was, is Edge okay? What do you mean is Edge okay? <laughs> because Edge, like, his eye yeah. was all bloodshot. He was twitching. Like, Lita yeah. had, like, blood coming out of her mouth from Mr. Sacco with the, like, freaking barbed yes, wire on yeah, it. Barbed wire that Sacco. match is still a yearly watch for me. But Edge spearing him through that flaming table. Foley, if he does anything, he makes main eventers. He did it to Randy Orton. And then two years later, he did it to Edge. Well said. All right, Kev, you're up. Well, that was my 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 pick in this in this <laughs> I'm so in this, this whack ass draft. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, but I won, right? I still won. The TWP whack ass draft. I think we just rebranded. No one's Excuse gonna me. have my number three pick. Go ahead there, Kev. Oh, he's pretending to be frozen. Yeah, it is. Okay. Actually, it's my five second pose. I'll take it oh, every single one. Look what you every did. Every single one ever look what created. You did. Good job. Uh, just the just the creation of it. Uh, uh, it, it, it. It was funny. It was you know bringing some fun stuff back with Christian. Uh, just the the hilarity that came out of it. So I'll go with just 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 the creation of of the five second pose. Love it. All right, Kevin. You get back to back. You're finishing off round number three. draft board folks although I'm, board. I'm i'm going through my manual uh, uh tracker sheet uh wow. let's hear from mel kipper on this one well you know guys no just kidding we'll go i think this might have been the illegal <laughs> me uh, actually actually uh, uh watching a illegal one uh in my lansing apartment uh edge surprise return 2010 uh, wow! Rumble, oh, the Royal Rumble. Winning. Yeah, and I think they might have. I, if I had my old phone, looking at old texts. I'm pretty sure I was texting probably all y'all. And I remember, or it might have been there. Uh, and there was not. Uh, well, I'll keep it PG because uh, the live sex okay. celebration what was on there. What? But there might have been a live sex celebration after, not. Live. Oh my god! This this after truly is the TWP whack whack ass draft. After <laughs> that I'm just teasing. Insane no, comments. Draft has been great, uh, oh, but I'll go edges, edges, surprise entrance uh, back in the day with the W. Our old friend Brad Tillery was there. Uh, oh, was that in was, Phoenix? I think it was in Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. And, and, you okay. know, he's down there in the South. And I, I yeah. remember he posted a video like, I don't remember hearing Edge may return. And he was filming entrances. And uh-huh. you know how it is. It's three, two, one. And, and there's like a, you know, like about a one second pause before the music hits. And, and I remember on this video in that one second pause, he goes, you think, you know, me. And then it hits and he was like, bah! so that, um, that was a cool moment. And that was on the top of my board. So my final pick, um, edge spears, John Cena through the table at ECW. One night stand, uh, number two, leading to Rob Van Dam winning the ECW and WWE championship. Um, 
Edge, he, he was part of like a motorcycle with helmet. the motorcycle yeah. helmet, yeah. and they were chanting, "Thank you, Edge." Thank you, Edge. Yeah, and it, it was just part of one of my favorite matches of all time. I think that's my number three, if I remember right. Just um, the crowd is off the charts. I was at your apartment for that. Yeah, yeah, I had you guys over. I think uh, we were all in apartment. Yeah. yeah, Brock was there. You know who else? For that? Like, Brock was there. That's where they're at. Different know, Brock. Brock. Yeah, not Brock Lesnar, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah, it was it was great. I mean that match and just that that was the height of the goddamn. I hate you, Cena. Like this fucking sucks. So to have him actually lose and Rob Van Dam being an old ECW fan, be the champion was great, and it's thanks to Edge. So. That is uh, my final pick. And then, Joe, you're going to wrap it up, my friend. All right. My last pick to wrap up my winning draft was one that never happened on television. It was at a house show. Yeah. Joe Louis Arena, 2001. It was after he won King of the Ring. He was a face at the time. It was during the invasion part. If you remember, he was like starting to become a fan favorite. Well, he comes into Joe Louis Arena and backstory not to go too long, but I already did. The Avalanche won the Stanley Cup a couple weeks earlier. Heated rivals of the Detroit Red Wings. He came out and said, as a face to the Red Wing fans, you know, Toronto is a real hockey town, right? You guys aren't really hockey town. Wow. And like, they just start booing him. And it's like, whoa, we're supposed to be cheering you. And yeah. then he said, I'm bringing something back on my own, a five second pose. This one doesn't count, Kevin, because it was just him on his own. And then he put on an avalanche jersey. And he said, wow. this one is called Lord Stanley's bitch. And then he did wow. it to Red Wing fans. And like he did, like he was a heel that night only for that year. Yeah. But it was amazing yeah. because like he, I I don't know what it is. Like I, I get it. Canadians like really have a problem with hockey town being called like detroit even though red wing fans call it hockey town usa yeah because in reality toronto is hockey town but when it comes to the united states it's still detroit it's not just a catchphrase it's like basically even when the red wings suck they still draw they still have followers but he was just like really playing off that the avalanche won yeah. the Stanley Cup that year as a face. And he turned full heel on a Saturday night at Joe Louis Arena. And then on Monday Night Raw that Monday, he's still a face with his Stanley Cup uh, King of the Ring oh, wow. uh, going against the uh, Alliance. Nice. That is my number three. That's why house shows are the best. Yeah. Yeah. That's not on TV. So. Didn't count in the story and uh, made for a, a surprising but fun uh, memory for you, buddy. That's great. Well, that's awesome. We'll see what happens with Edge on SmackDown. Great job with the TWP whack ass draft. <laughs> it's officially the name now, guys. I'm declaring it. Um, and I next, want next week. We uh, we should have um, the AEW Fight Forever. A review from Barbara Ryan. He was uh, hoping to be on tonight, but he's uh, doing some some different things. And so I said, hey, maybe next week will be better. So we'll look forward to that. And we'll talk about all things, of course, at the week that was in professional wrestling. YouTube.com backslash that wrestling podcast and at that wrestle pod for all your socials. Give us a follow. Hey, Sergeant Slaughter does. Maybe you should too. What a maneuver top 10 is for the merchandise as well. 
Have a good one, everybody. Enjoy wrestling. Thanks for listening. Follow That WrestlePod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it! <laughs>